This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. Hello, 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 everybody. Saturday, June 25th, 2011. Welcome to the Cigar Authority. We are live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. When you want to come and see the show, we have a La Flor Dominicana event going on here. Come on down, take Route 93 to Exit 1. At the end of the exit, take a right. We're one mile on the right. It's Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's the world's largest cigar store. Look for the giant and phallic cigar that is smoking as a sign. It's amazing. It's huge. Come on down. Come and see us. And uh, Speaking of huge, can we please welcome back our producer? Yes. Because this last is week, huge. This is huge. I seriously, I have had an ulcer all week long. Just every time I think about the show, if you can even call it that, it that happened rough. last week. Oh, man. I felt bad for you guys. Chuck, I, was... I spent three days rendering the podcast, not because I'm lazy, I worked on it for four hours every day. I had to go through section by section and unmodulate the overmodulation, and uh, it still sounds like poo. This has moved you up in the ladder, by the way. <laughs> you don't know what you got till you, till you, till it's gone. Well, I thought you were just like a regular run-of-the-mill producer. And you know? I was hoping you had the baby while you were away, so yeah, two I... birds and one stone would have been accomplished, because we're going to probably lose you one of these weeks. She's well, late. I know she's late. Yeah, I know. I this know. is unacceptable. We it need to is. have a talk with her about tardiness. Can can she uh, can she possibly have the baby on a Monday or live on the air? We've got Ustream, man. This could be imagine revolutionary. If you, imagine if you get the call, you have to get up and leave. Right? Yeah, there's no FDA regulations over that could camera right there. Jonathan, just... come on over. Well, the good news is, I mean, we can let people in a little bit. I think about okay. some of the uh, operating procedures right. here. Jonathan and I were here extra. It's Mr. Jonathan to you. You're not that good. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jonathan and I were here a little bit early today, and I kind of showed him the ropes on some of the equipment. But you think uh, you got it? If I had, if Chuck had a heart attack right now. Now that everything is set up and plugged in, I could produce the show not as good as Chuck, but I could do it. Okay. All right. So we're, we're all right. Anyway. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, a two-hour weekly show about premium cigars and what guys talk about at the cigar stores. Uh, this week, uh, every week, we always smoke two cigars. So I'm going to put one of my cigars down because we started early because we had to because we're only going to get one in this week. What are you smoking there, by the way? I am smoking the Fleur Dominicana Double Presser, which is one of my favorite cigars. This is the box press La Fleur Dominicana. Uh, always liked it. Needed something not too heavy because we're going to smoke one cigar today, folks. That's going to be heavy, and so we wanted to pregame a little bit. Yeah, we'll tell you about that in a second. One cigar in two hours, and we don't have enough time. We're going to smoke it the rest of the afternoon after that, too. Uh So stick around for that, and it's going to be a strong one. Uh, Bring the buckets. I got got little sugar packets, folks. Uh, If you ever smoke a cigar and you get woozy from it, you wet your finger, put your finger in the sugar pack, put it underneath your tongue. The sugar goes through your bloodstream real fast, and that wooziness goes away. I think we're going to get woozy. I think we're going to need it. So we got it here just in case. Hey, we're lightweights, right? You never know. I tend to like milder cigars. 
As the south end, no. So this is going to be tough. Chuck is a, uh, I don't want to say an amateur, but you've been smoking cigars for about a year now? Yeah, a little under a year, I guess. Yeah, yep. so th- th- this is going to just sort of do it. <laughs> <laughs> I realize the last show I did for you guys, man, was the M80s. Right, right. So, all right. So. Not nearly as long, though. So you didn't, it wasn't like you had a chance really to get completely nauseous. That cigar only lasts 45 minutes to an hour. Speak for yourself. This there, one's man. a three hour smoke. Three hours. We have the national sales manager from La Florida Dominicana, Andrew Brennan, with us. Also, uh, the new rep, John. He's here with us. Uh, come on down to Two Guys Smoke Shop. I'm digging and, John's and, haircut, by the way. It's like a bald convention in here. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have good news and bad news in the world of cigars, lawsuits galore, lots of things happening in the world of cigars as we pe- prepare for the big trade show that happens uh, each and every year. We're having a little, uh, people automatically, we've got to figure something out with this camera. We, we are on uh, Ustream right now. Some folks are actually watching you us. You want to see it, Mikey? Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. That would be Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> Uh, I'll say a quick, a quick hello to the four stations picking us up right now live. is WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Along with that, uh, Ustream. As I said, you can watch us right on Ustream. Or uh, we're podcasted for your convenience on Podbeam or iTunes. And uh, you can get it all nice, neatly packaged on thecigarauthority.com. Thecigarauthority.com. So let's get to it because we don't have a lot of time. We only have two hours in one cigar. Look at this. The folks that are catching us on Ustream, look at this monster. Whoever rolled that is certainly compensating for something. (laughs) (laughs) This is eight and a half inches by a 60 ring gauge. It is La Flor Dominicana's double the hero. It's called the Digger. If Bill had used this on Monica, she never would have gone back to him. There would have been no dress. <laughs> oh my God! Is this crazy? This is a hockey stick. It's a behemoth. It is. It is the biggest. Um, I'm not even sure it's going to fit into the hole of my cutter. Legitimately, to you know, for a cigar other than maybe uh, one of those fake cigars you get at a carnival or something, which <laughs> this is getting close to it. This is a legitimately rolled premium cigar. And I'll tell you, we got it in a little over a month ago. This cigar is selling. I thought it was kind of a joke when it came in. But it's selling, and it's repeat sales. It's a very good cigar from the people that uh, smoke it tell me. This will be the first time I'm smoking it. Again, not in my uh, flavor wheel at all, what, what I would normally smoke. But today is the perfect day for it. And uh, this is a Maduro Heavy Double Lajero, which is double strength, the top priming of, of, of the cigars. Um, and uh, Andrew will be on and explain it to us. But this is one monster cigar. You got a cutter? My jaw's a little sore already. Really. Uh, 60 ring gauges are all the rage right now. Everybody's getting into, into the thicker cigars. So you understand what a ring gauge is. A 64th of an inch is a ring gauge. So 64 64ths of an inch would be a full inch across. Across the diameter. This is correct. just slightly less than that, than an inch across. And uh, it is big, monstrous cigar. I've seen people smoke it. Um, I don't know what the what the record is, but I'm going to tell you it's in excess of three hours. 
So we are not going to get through the cigar. I'm going to start toasting it up, try to uh, spend a little time toasting it and um, lighting it <sighs> properly because it's going to be with us for quite a while. Why don't you just hand me a sugar packet right now? I'm going to start off right up, right off the bat. You, you took a hit already, right? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, you know what? I'm a little, I was a little bit nervous about the show today <laughs> after what we had last week. And so, uh, I think the stress might be getting to me. But, but both of us, anyway, did light up before. It's yeah, we tried pre gaming, so just, just as a thought, what, what is the price point on this? This is an unbelievable price at $9.99. You're talking wow. a $10 cigar, box of 20. If That's you, almost a dollar an inch. If you match this up with the, um, the regular line of cigars, this is actually a really, really good value. Really good value because the Toro size is close to $9. You get an 8.5 inch and even a thicker ring gauge at a 60 for nine ninety nine. I don't think they really thought that this thing was going to sell like it's selling. Well, you could, you could actually you could take the cigar apart and you could roll yourself three stogies with this. It is a lot of cigar here. Um, and, you know, e- even if it's a great cigar, and I haven't got into it yet, I still haven't took, taken my first puff. I'm still toasting. I'm waiting on you. But even if um, I love it, I don't know if I like anything for three hours. And I mean anything. Hey, come on. Three hours. Really? Yeah. Three hours? Okay. By the way, I put a uh, picture of this up on your Facebook page, up on the Cigar Authority. So check us out on Facebook, our fan page, the Cigar Authority. Uh, this thing measures over eight inches. We, uh, we we have it next to a tape measure to show the scale of the size oh, really? of the cigar. Yeah. The light is actually getting hot, just holding the light down to, to light this properly all the way around. This is a... Uh... Folks at home, grab yourself one of these cigars. Go to your local cigar store, La Flor Dominicana, Double La Hero, The Digger. It's a Double La Hero... Doc Maduro, um, it's Connecticut Broadleaf uh, is the wrapper on it, which I like Connecticut Broadleaf very much, but it's a Dominican filler. I don't think you have a choice. You've got to use something broad, right, in order to, to roll, a, <laughs> yeah, well, roll a bad boy on this? Uh, you're talking about in, in order to roll a cigar like this, the, the leaf itself has to be 18 inches long in order to be able to pull this off. Uh, production is unknown. Right now there's 100 retailers that, that have this uh, specific cigar. They uh, and and uh, Andrew will tell us uh, when he comes on, but they they're really um, dishing it out in small amounts because uh, everybody is doing very well with it. I, I asked the question this morning. Um, we're doing really good with it. How's everybody else doing? He says it's a, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's an eye catcher. I mean, the, the, you put look at the size of this box. You put this box on the shelf. You cannot put another box above it. It's right. too long for that. It, it commands shelf space. That's true. That's true. The amount that it's selling, you probably have two open boxes side by side. Wow, man. So uh, I've taken a, f- a couple of hits on it. It is full-bodied mm-hmm. right off the bat, and we got three hours to go into this thing. You're up for this? This means after the show is over, too. You, you, you go to hit, you go till you hit the band. Maybe I'm going to slide the band. Yeah. Up <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you don't. You didn't let me cheat. <laughs> no, you're no. not cheating. We're doing it. Man. I honestly don't know if I'm going to get through it. This is like, it's it's like you had to try to outdo us from two weeks ago because we're not going to count last week's show at all. We should just delete it and have last week be the second 
lost episode. It's too bad because uh, we had Nick Perdomo on last week, and we had Nick Perdomo's son do his first interview, and he was very excited, Nick Perdomo, Perdomo the third. And, uh, and he was good? He was good. He was able to hang in there? And, jeez, uh, it, it was a good show except for the production part of it. But we got Chuck back, and uh, I'm happy about that. So, uh, Mrs. Chuck, please, uh, Monday, Sunday or Monday, you have the baby. He'll be back on Saturday, right? No problem. No problem at That's all. Right. I think you could probably, you got a midwife thing going on, right? Is she going to do like an at-home in the tub birth? Yeah, we, we have midwives, but it's at the hospital. It's at the hospital. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just not trust doctors down there? What's going on? No, you know, like you, Jonathan, we're more of naturalists than anything else. And, you know, they, they, uh, they're they all about natural births and really trying to avoid any kind of medications or drugs unless wow. you really need to go there. So we're in line with that theory on life. And uh, she practicing her meditating and her deep breathing. Oh, and yeah. the... You do the tub, really? No, God, no. Oh, I mean, no. people do. People yeah. People do. Not us, though. No, like I say, it's, a, it's at a hospital. and uh... Underwater birth? No. No. No? No. Well, I'll tell you what, I was thrown in the fire. Like, I'm expecting a team of midwives or doctors or whatever during the birth. You know, it's a normal hospital room in, inside the maternity ward. And uh, it's a midwife, a nurse, my wife, and myself. And the midwives, Chuck, get over here. Grab a leg. Oh, and I wow. hate hospitals. Like now, I, because I, you, you've had a baby before, so that's what the way you did it last time. That's right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there I am. Out. I'm just Wait, horrified. grab a leg? That means the kid's coming out breach? Then you got to turn it around? No, no, normal just, you know, wife on her back. Nurse has one leg. I'm on the other leg. Oh, you're, the, so you're pulling the legs apart to make uh, the you're opening just, you're bigger. Just, you're keeping the legs open. Oh, all right. You're keeping the legs open. I don't. I don't think she'd want to close them out during that. That's, you're you're, you're, that'd be you're coaching, as they call it. Yeah. You know, breathe, honey, breathe. And it was just scary as heck. I thought I would be able to kind of hang out in the background and watch what was going on, not be part of the action, so to speak. And uh, so I'm be, still scarred for life from this. So one. what kind of cigars are you going to pass out when you have the baby? That's a good question. Maybe for later in the show. Well, you right. could pass out one of these bad I'll boys in case the birth takes a long time. <laughs> start before oh. the kids out uh, you know the baby isn't going to be much larger than this i have to imagine holy yeah. god well made though this thing is it's very solid and it, it's solid as can be yet the drawer is good i've very got a good. good draw i'm just not puffing all that too hard because I, it, there's so much smoke that's coming out of it not for the amateur at all but it, it's a cigar that almost says i dare you just looking at it right i'm wondering if that's you. part of the sales pitch right there <laughs> i dare you to smoke this so we're doing it anyway hey i waited a while too i waited waited till andrew came here to do it and uh as i said it's uh not my uh strength profile at all uh, i like milder cigars this uh the, the regular uh la flor dominicana Double Lajero. They actually have the trademark. They own the trademark of Lajero. Lajero is the the strong strongest priming. The highest part of the plant is the Lajero leaves, closest to the sun. It gets the most strength to it, and this is double strength. I wonder if they're going to come out with the regular line, the regular Lajero, or, or will, it, will this size be so good that they'll come out with it on all their lines, a cigar yeah. this size? Thick cigars are, uh, are popular right now, and, and these guys, they've, they've done a lot in the industry anyway. They have different sizes nobody else has, like the chisel and things like that, cross-pollinating seeds and making different things. They've really done some some uh, remarkable things in the industry. They're, they're a small company out of Dominican Republic uh, doing a great job, not a cigar brand that you see everywhere. Um, it is a brick-and-mortar type of cigar store uh, brand, and it's been out there for a long time. Uh, we got on board with uh, La Flor Dominicana, geez, 
20 years ago. Uh, one of the first uh, stores to get on it. It was 97, I think. This was the Cigar of the Year. Cigar of the Year in 97 as the uh, La Flor Dominicana Alcalde, which was is their milder line. Uh, still, I love the cigar. Um, and in 97, the Cigar of the Year. And here we are in 2011, and uh, they're still coming out with new things and great things. So uh, if you like a full-bodied cigar, I'll tell you right off the bat, this is a great value. Great value for this kind of money. So anyway, we'll have Andrew on. He'll tell us all about that. In the meantime, uh, lots of good news, and uh, there's some bad news and some uh, unsure news right now happening in the the cigar world. First thing I want to mention is Nevada. Um, We're having our trade show in Nevada coming up uh, just a few weeks away, and um, the state of Nevada has uh, just brought back smoking in bars and in restaurants. Really? So uh, they, it has been completely overturned in that state right now, if, uh, and it's, it's happened immediately. Right now, it, and it's up to the uh, restaurant owner. If a restaurant owner wants people to smoke cigars in their, in their restaurant, it's okay. As the way it should be. That's right. Ima- imagine you as a business owner, you get to decide what you do to survive in or your not survive. business. And I'm going to say there's going to be some restaurants that are going to decide, you know what? We like it the way it is, and we don't want to have smoking in the restaurant, and I'm okay with that, and I will still go into a restaurant like that. But there may be the restaurant that says, you know what, smoking is allowed in that restaurant. I like to smoke cigars, and if I had to choose between the two of them, I picked the one that has cigar smoking. When I was 19, I went into a restaurant. I'm not going to mention Chili's name because, you know, I'm going to talk bad about them. Okay. And I had a cigar, and I was asked to put my cigar out in the smoking section. They didn't allow cigar smoking. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of that in those days that you could smoke a um, chemical-filled, rolled... Machine-rolled, short-filled cigarette from the tobacco that's been on the floor and stepped on. And with lots of chemicals, hundreds and hundreds of chemicals in it that that has an odor that's not tobacco burning. It's an odor of chemicals burning. That's okay. But that pure, 100% tobacco, organic, grown, nothing added to it, um, no, it's not okay. And that was a, that was a lot of it. There, there was a lot of that uh, in the days you could smoke on a plane. You never could smoke a cigar. You could smoke a cigarette. Um, the days you could smoke in restaurants, uh, lots of restaurants said uh, no cigar or pipe smoking allowed. Why, I have no idea. And that's like the most natural of any of them. Right. And uh, today there are cigar bars that you can smoke cigars in the cigar bar and not cigarettes. So things are turning around. There is hope. And there is hope only for those that make hope happen. You know, you talk about make, making the mountains move. The changes that are happening are not happening just nilly-willy, just happening. Right. These right. are people going, fighting for these laws to be overturned. Got to take action. You got to take um, offensive action, right. not just defensive. We've played defense for years and years trying to stop these things happening, and now we're trying to play offense and turning it around. I'm actually leaving tomorrow morning. Back to Washington, D.C. again. FDA is, uh, is going crazy again, and uh, we'll see what's going on with that. Uh, I got other IPCPR um, trade show uh, stuff to deal with when I go there, but uh, the big thing that's happening uh, is the FDA. They have um, 
basically destroyed the cigarette business, in my opinion, this week. Um, with um, in, If you've ever been to Canada before and you see a pack of cigarettes and it has this big warning labels on the packs of cigarettes with maybe a, a black lung or a guy's rotten teeth or, you know, a corpse. Skull and crossbones. Yeah, you know. This is what they are going to do in the United States. This is going to happen within within the next year. Uh, it's been okayed. I, yep. This is the crazy thing. There is not a single person that smokes cigarettes, with the exception of Joe Jackson, the artist, that actually believes smoking cigarettes is good for you. You are not going to change the mind of the person who is buying cigarettes because they are addicted. You could you could put on crack cocaine packets, pictures of people you know, super skinny and they look anorexic and they're, you know, ready to die. It doesn't matter. When you're addicted to something, your mind is not going to be changed. You're not making your decision based on what it looks like. The problem that's happening there, and, and I'm not an advocate of, of um, cigarettes or anything like that. I mean, we're, we're a cigar store and that's what we do. But I am an advocate of your rights and privileges and things like that. And where do you go from there? Yeah. So I'm, I'm not a cigarette smoker. Do, do I care? Yes, I do. I don't want this to happen. What's next? The Happy Meal with pictures of fat kids, obesity, and things like that on it. And know, then where you're they right, you're How about right. liquor bottles and have pictures of alcoholics and, uh, and ruined families? Well, that'll never like happen that. because 90% of the country drinks alcohol. And a lottery tickets. A lottery ticket comes out, and the back of the lottery ticket is a picture of ruined families. Yeah, foreclosed homes. Yeah. What's next? So the answer is you stick up for those that yeah. are, are being punished for no reason. Uh, again, if you don't know that uh, cigarettes are not a uh, there's a competitor right there, a uh, a, um, a DJ company just went by. Oh. If you didn't catch that, uh, we are live at Two Guys Smoke Shop. We are right on the sales floor. So actually, you come into the cigar store. We're by the window. Most commonly asked question. Is there a radio program going on right, right now? Right. What is going on here? Yes, Captain Dave, Obvious, there yeah. is. Did, did you, did, you as a cigar retailer, did you catch any flack or was there any, like, was there any legislation trying to be pushed to eliminate smoking inside of your stores? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really, yeah. Even in the state of New Hampshire? Everywhere. These things come up all the time. There's always a do-gooder out there that, you know, would, would be happy if they could eliminate it completely. Uh, this happened in the 30s. They tried to, they, they eliminated uh, drinking, right? There was right. no, there was Prohibition. no. Right. Right. I just had a heart attack. Not end of a long day, tired, but middle of the day. Places to go, things to do, deadlines to meet. But all I want to do is close my eyes tired. Five-hour energy fixes tired. What's I don't that? Know. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, the hits keep coming. There you go. So this is live radio, and this is remote radio. Yes. So what happens here is we have a studio, which beams off to three other stations. Correct. So we are here live with Chuck, making sure everything's working over here. It goes off to a studio. They take that information. They bring it to wherever it is. Now, anything can go wrong at any We've got a lot of elements to play here. Right. So everything's in play. Um, we, we are at a cigar store and not in the studio because we need to smoke cigars. Absolutely. I know there's other, you know, there's other um, shows about cigars and stuff. Listen. I don't think they're really smoking cigars because you can't smoke in the air and, you know, it's time to light and cut the cigar. There's no light and cutting going. 
you know, I'm, I'm just playing it legit. I mean, when something's going wrong, we're telling you when it's going wrong. If we're smoking cigars, we're really smoking cigars. How can I tell you about the cigar unless I'm really smoking the cigar? And, yeah. you know, we're hoping Mr. Jonathan ends up getting sick here, and that'll be good radio. Well, the good thing is we got the, we got the, the live uh, video broadcast via Ustream, which is great. So it's all video documented. I mean, people, that's the best part, I think, about this show is the ability to not only listen to it in your radio, but you can get home, watch it live on Ustream. But the best part, in my opinion, is the archive, these videos of archive. You know, you know what we're going to try to do today, too? Later on, we're going to have a contest. I notice people on Ustream watching us and paying attention. Mm. You know how we do a trivia thing? Mm. This week I'd like to do... Try to beat Mr. Jonathan Love trivia it. Love it. with one of the guys that are on on there. So he's got to type it. He's got, you know, we'll give him maybe 20 seconds to put his answer down, 30 seconds, and then he'll give the answer. Mr. Jonathan give the answer or whatever, and we'll have a little contest with with a guy on there showing you that this is live. This is really happening right at this point. So that's what the difference is anyway. Um, but yeah, you did get flack though. They they tried to eliminate smoking inside the stores. They tried. They try everything. You just never believe it. And the the only way is to fight back and to show up at the state house in, in your in your local state to, to show up in Washington D.C. and and uh, I don't want to say fight with them, but um, you know they, they're ignorant. In, in a nice way, they're ignorant. They don't understand, and you have to do a show and tell, and you have to show them. I know, uh, hey, it's four radio stations. I'm sure there's somebody out there listening right now and say, they're actually promoting and talking about cigars. What are they, crazy, blah, blah, blah. You, you're ignorant. You don't understand. And it's, ignorance seems like a bad word, but it's, uh, you don't understand, and you're, you're going by something you may have heard, and you don't understand. I want to do a show and tell and explain this to you and explain to you that there is no harmful effects on this product and that it actually makes you live a little longer it relaxes you the the average person that smokes two cigars a day lives just a little bit longer than those that don't smoke at all by an average of four years how, how crazy wow. is that but th these are facts yeah. these are scientific facts it, it's not going to show up on the uh, six o'clock news they're not going right. to talk about it and you know it, it's it's a lot easier to beat up a cigar smoker you know we, we're kind of relaxed people and stuff but listen We've been relaxed too long. We have to fight back. We have to stand up for our rights. Uh, right now, there's very little places to smoke, and, and, and we do that. They want to stop that, too. They want to stop cigar smoking and cigar smoking stores. Nobody coming Come in here. Come on. You know, they're coming in to buy cigars. That's why they're coming in in the first place. So, anyway, Mr. Jonathan, what are you feeling about your cigar here? Um, yeah, it's good. The first few pops were very, very strong. Yep. It calmed down a it bit. It did calm down. I, I like it, actually. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not as strong as I expected it to be. Like you said, the first two the first two puffs, if you will, the first two draws, oh, my God, it's M80 all over again. Yeah. But it, 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 has, it has calmed down, and I kind of like where it is right now. It's certainly filtering itself. It has a uh, filter as far as the length of the cigar. It has to filter itself through eight and a half inches. Is this a mistake or is this real? It's Mr. Jonathan's Flavor of the Week. Oh, Mr. Jonathan's Flavor. What are you getting out of this, buddy? <laughs> I am pulling out the cream of a lemon donut. Lemon cream is the flavor that I'm getting right now. Yeah, you're getting some citrus out of this? Yeah, citrus with creaminess, a little bit of sweet. This has been a Mr. Jonathan Flavor of the Week. I don't get uh, I'm, I don't get you, but 
<laughs> no, I get, you know, and sometimes you end up saying it. I have no citrus or anything. I have black pepper, yeah. um, charcoal, black pepper. It's kind of heavy. It's heavy in the nose. Black pepper? I almost have like a coffee, like a like a dark Colombian coffee almost. Yeah. Wow, I wish I had made a sound bite that says, you're both wrong. And that's the beautiful thing about cigars, because nobody's wrong. You can't have a wrong answer. You like the taste. You don't like the taste. That's the fact. You're tasting elements of certain things. Uh, is there lemon-filled donuts in here? No. Is there? There certainly could be, and you wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you could hide a donut in this thing in a second. But there's nothing in here but rolled tobacco, uh, but it actually brings on uh, certain flavors. And uh, we've got a long way to go, so I'm sure it's going to... Uh, we're going to have an answer about this cigar uh, as we go on, that's for sure. Uh, I was talking about the FDA. Um, they're um, going to make it so that um, starting um, in about a year from now, you can't see advertising of um, tobacco products even in a store if there's a window where you could see it from outside the building. So you're walking on the sidewalk. You happen to look peek, peek in the window. A, a window, and you see an advertisement. You could uh, report that company. And they're gone. And they're gone. Wow. I would think they'd have to take the ad down, but that certainly makes it uh, special. Uh, and and um, the, the thing about the FDA is right now this is who they're picking on, which is cigarettes. And uh, right or wrong, I stand up for the cigarette companies because I know down the road the next thing they're going to do is add cigars to it. And then they're going to add the Happy Meal. Right. Then they're going to add the chocolate. liquor. Well, chocolate or, so or soda. Yeah. All the stuff is coming down the line. So let's nip it in the butt and let's stop it the way it is. So we're, we're separating uh, premium cigars as best we can from the FDA. Leave us alone. Get off our back. Um, there is um, a, uh, and do I have it right here? I want to say it to you. I don't have it in front of me. But uh, I'll get the information, and there there is an exact um, bill that you can uh, call to make a change on that. Um, you know, I want to mention New York, and, and maybe we'll play that uh, later on, but New York has also uh, had a price increase of 75% on tobacco. The, the, those uh, folks in New York are dying, the retailers. They're dying. They're going out of business. You I know stand on the Pennsylvania border facing New York. Behind you, the box that costs $175 in front of you costs $250. Right. So that's all tax. It's the same box of cigars. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Rudy, our friend Rudy up in Canada, just said something on the chat box here. He says, well, if it has to be one thing or another from Canada, the better the warning labels and the tax rate we have to pay. Not so sure, Rudy. 75% is probably on par with what they're experiencing in Canada. It, it's awful. And, and the decrease that's happening on, on cigars. 110% in Canada. Here's a little graph you can see over here, if you can uh, see that graph. Let me zoom in there. Yeah, it's basically just a major drop. Ba-boom crash and drop, and that's what's happening. Are they making more money? No, they're not making more money. They're putting more people on the unemployment line is what's happening there. That's what's happening. And, um, you know, something's got to happen there. They're looking for a tax cap of a dollar, which will be the highest in the nation. There's ca tax caps out there that, that are uh, 50 cents right now uh, in a lot of states to kind of save the cigar stores. The people in New York tried for 50 cents. They didn't get it. They're trying for a dollar. It's very, very close. They're at the end of the rope here. If um, We're wondering if, uh, if if they already went out of session and it's over. Uh, we don't know. Oh, wow. But um, that's um, Bill S. 
3410. Uh, it's on the floor, and uh, if, if they went uh, out of session, leaving that on the floor to, to uh, mom-and-pop stores, it's a damn shame that they would do such a thing, and we're going to try to get that answer. And if it hasn't happened, we've got one large, large just effort to be able to turn that around anyway. So anyway, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring in Andrew Brennan from La Flor Dominicana. We'll see what's coming out real soon in the cigar industry. Um, we got um, local lawsuits, who's suing who now, higher taxes. Uh, we'll find out what's happening in New York and lots more. We're enjoying the digger. La Flor Dominicana's Double the Hero Digger. We're going to smoke this through the whole show. We'll be back in just a minute. Stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran. Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. 
Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, man who go to bed with itchy bum, wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie, and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. <laughs> little Johnny Cash for my boy Rudy up in Canada. He likes Johnny Cash. Yeehaw, Rudy. Riding out one dark and windy day. And we're back with the Sky Authority, and with us is Andrew Brennan. He is the National Sales Manager for La Florida Dominicana. Is that the proper title? Uh, it's good enough. It's good I'm enough? Just, just another sales rep. I don't think so. Just another sales rep. How many rep. of these bad boys a week do you smoke? Uh, cigars or diggers? Diggers. I haven't smoked a digger in about three months. So that's about how long it takes before you've recovered, apparently. And that's before <laughs> it even came out. Uh, yeah, I smoked it before it came out, but, uh, you know, I don't really have them. They've been doing so well for us that... You hate you know, to smoke the the one that's everybody everybody's selling looking for. them. You don't smoke them, right? That's right. That's right. The, the guys down in South, he told me, you don't smoke your profits. That's you know when it used to be Opus X was the impossible yeah. cigar to get. People would say, how many Opus X do you smoke? And I said, I haven't had one in years right. because people are on a waiting list for yeah. it. And you know, so why would you smoke that? Absolutely. So that's the way it goes anyway. So uh, for all the manufacturers out there. Most retailers aren't smoking your hot cigar because we're saving it to, to sell it because that's how we make our money. So, you know, throw us a, one of those cigars every once in a while. You go to the trade show, they don't give you something like this. To, to we try. give out nothing but the best. Yeah? Andrew, does um does the trend for larger sticks, is that affecting the amount of uh, crops that you have to buy from the farms? Is there any strain on the, the growing side? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've had issues with, like, uh, Connecticut Broadleaf Wrapper. That we've used on 700 Maduros, we use on this, and we use on a lot of. Well, you Maduros. need eight wrappers to be able to cover the cigar, so I would imagine that's one, that's that's one wrapper. <laughs> that's one wrapper leaf, right? Well, it's one wrapper leaf, but we put that uh, Mark McGuire HGH steroid stuff in there. Yeah. Outstanding, <laughs> nice. It, it, I believe it's got to be an 18-inch leaf to, to cover an eight-inch cigar. Yeah, it's a start you know, off. Of- I wouldn't know, Dave. I'm just a fat Irish guy from Chicago that yeah. sells them. So, Lido rolls in my cellar. There we go. But so, t- tell me, how did you start in the cigar business? When did this whole thing start for you? Um, 
I've been with LaFleur for about three years. I started with LaFleur. I've smoked cigars. That's for, where you started, from in getting in the cigar business the right. first time? That's right. Okay. Uh, I was a corporate guy before this. Okay. Sat in an office, and, you know, I had a really nice job and uh, a good career path. Everything was good, but I was miserable. Okay. And my lunch break went from a Robusto to a Toro to a Churchill, and and uh, some friends of mine said, go sell cigars. You love cigars. You're good, you know. Chuck, huh? Yeah, man. That's and, it, uh, baby. Follow the passion. This is what yeah, follow the passion. About. But, you know, at the time, I didn't know cigar reps existed. I didn't know how the heck they got in the humidors. You know, I thought, you know, they just showed up. I just There's a magic the cigar fairy that shows up <laughs> yeah. at nighttime right, yeah, like Santa. I didn't, I didn't know. It's not like you go to uh, my, uh, lighter there. It's not like you go to Monster.com and there's, you know, right. a bunch of cigar wood. So uh, I had smoked the floors for a, for a long time. I still remember exactly who sold them to me. Uh, it was the L300 was my first one, natural wrapper. Bought it up down in Chicago. Diana. Okay, sure, Diana gets. And uh, I called down to the office, and I got Lito's email address, and I emailed him. It was uh, January 2nd. 2008. This was uh, New Year, and you said, I got to do something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It was, I remember looking at the Chicago River out of my office, and it was snowing, and I just emailed them and said, uh, you know, this is what, who I am and what I'm interested in doing, and, uh, you know, not expecting an answer. Okay. And this then, is uh, a real cold call? This is yeah, a, yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. I just sent him an email and, and point blank told him what I, what I wanted and why, and then a week later he called me. Wow. And... Uh, yeah, I think it was like two or three months later I started with the company. And that's how you do it, Chuck, right? Because he made the mountains move. You got it, brother. It wasn't even a job available or anything, and you said, this is what I want to do. Yeah, you know, it's just timing. Uh, I get asked a lot, especially now in the new position. Uh, a lot of people ask me how they get into business. And, uh, you know, I always say a good sales rep makes our job look very easy. Yeah. You know, because there's, you know, guys are sitting in the shop or behind the counter, and a sales rep comes in. And we're Dean Martin on stage. We tell a few jokes. We, you know, we, we make everyone happy. We're yeah. smoking a cigar. We hand out a few cigars, and then we leave. And if you're good at it, everybody goes, whoa, did you see that? I want that job. There's then, nothing to it, right? And go to the next one. But, <laughs> but there is a lot you know, to it. There's, to be successful, you have to be extremely organized. You've got to be extremely planning. I mean, you know, especially for my guys, they have eight state territories. Right. You know, we have very large territories, so you've got to be extremely organized. It's a lot of phone work. You know, you, you, you've got to be really in control of yourself. Your automobile is your office, and, oh, yeah. and it's go, go, oh, yeah. go. You started off as a regular rep in the Chicago territory? Yeah, yeah. I was okay. the Midwest rep. I live in Chicago. I still do today. And uh, I was that for about a year and a half. Okay. And then I've been doing this new position for a little over a year and a half. And we have a brand new rep here in New Hampshire. We do. Or not just New Hampshire. His territory is all of New England, along with the whole state of New York, including New York City. That a boy. You say that like it's a big territory. It is huge. It is that's huge. Right. <laughs> but that's he, how you guys a, he's roll. A, he's a young buck. He can handle it. Yeah. So uh, now your job is to oversee you handle your own territory also in overseas? No, nope. I'm, there, there are some territories out there that are open, you know, some states that are just kind of out of the way that we don't have reps in that, okay. I, that I do handle. But, uh, no, I just ride with the reps. Married man. <laughs> Married man. I have two children. Just had a son born about six months ago. Oh, congratulations. And you unfortunately don't see much of him because you travel an awful lot. Uh, I do. I do. So, but that that's what that's it right. is and you know what you you you're doing it for them. Right. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So the, the main thing that I've learned and uh, Lido has taught me this a lot because he's married with children and he travels down to the DRs when you are home, you need to make that time available for him. Of course. You know, sure. so I when I am home the phone is usually off. I do check it. My wife does yell at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's the Great. way it goes. You just got to make it count when you're home. My son uh, my nickname's AB. 
Lito, the reps, all my friends, everybody calls me ABs. So I wanted my children to be called ABs. Not called ABs, but their initials are ABs. My daughter is Ava. And um, I told my wife, if this is a son, you can name him whatever you want as long as it starts with an A. <laughs> so she came to me and said, I have the name. And I looked at her and I said, great, lay it on me. And I'm expecting something stupid like Apple. Yeah. And uh, she said, Ashton. And I started, wow. I, I started laughing. And she looked at me and said, you know, if she's going to find this and yell at me. But she, you know, I started laughing and she said, great, I knew you wouldn't like it. You're so good. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, honey, you don't understand. It's an, uh, <laughs> a cigar brand. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a lot of crap for this one. And uh, the Ashton rep in Chicago is a good friend of mine, and he's a really a great rep, great for the industry, uh, has now loaded me up with Ashton ashtrays, Ashton hats, Ashton shirts. I have more Ashton paraphernalia in my house than, LeFleur than, than I do LeFleur. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's Ashton. It's Ashton. Ashton my Brown. son's name is Ashton. It's a great name. It is. It is a good name. And uh, it sounds very regal, and uh, yeah, and it get, it, I catch a lot of shit for it when and, I'm in cigar shops. And if something doesn't work out for the Florida Dominicana, I guess they're going to have open arms. They should have open yeah, arms for you over maybe. the over the international, right? <laughs> maybe. So uh, now you're handling the, the entire country. What is it? Is it very different when you go from area to area of what people smoke, or does it kind of um, work out the same? Yeah, you know, it is. It's very. Uh, I see it more with uh, seasons. Okay. You know, sm- smaller cigars up here in the north and in uh, the Midwest. Smaller cigars in the winter, larger cigars in the sure. summer. Sure. Uh, you see that a lot, but uh, nobody's going to smoke this in the winter months outside because they're going to have to stay out there for three hours. Probably yeah. not. I mean, we'd probably have to take out an insurance claim for frostbite damage mm. and stuff like that. But uh, you know, we we have three cigar stores ourselves. They're all in New Hampshire, but. Um, over the years, adding those stores onto us, I was curious myself to see if the same stuff is going to eventually right. sell everywhere. And it ends up, to, and it's amazing how it really does. Right. I mean, they, in our three stores, the same stuff pretty much sells throughout mm-hmm. the same stores. And if, if there was a cigar store, say, on the complete other side, you go to California, the, the right. cigar's selling there too. Uh, what I've noticed is for us, uh, the 700s, double the Harrow line, the Airbender line, the chisels, they sell in Florida, Louisiana, Canada, you know, not Canada, but uh, up north. Yep. Um, but what I've noticed more specifically is it's based on shop, you know, whether like Lanceros sell or certain blends right, sell. Right, right. You, you know, end up it, with a pocket of smokers that like that yeah, particular yeah, size. No, absolutely. If, if the guy works really work and they likes Lanceros, exactly. right? It really depends on the guys behind the counter, the owner of the shop. If they're into Lanceros, you'll sell Lanceros. That's Overall, I don't think most shops sell Lanceros. Which is probably why we don't. I mean, I never liked that specific size myself. Exactly. And uh, we've taken them in and never had a lot of luck to it because the guys that work for me, right. typically, there's not one, I think, that's really into Lanceros. So. Yeah, absolutely. If you hired a guy that smoked nothing but Lanceros, you'd be ordering more Lanceros because he'd be talking about them and selling them. So I noticed that more on a shop-to-shop basis as opposed to like a region Okay, that's interesting, uh, because you know, as a, as a cigar store, we recommend uh, you know hold heartily the the right thing, hopefully for the the cigar consumer when they come in. If uh, you know some guy comes in and looking for a very mild cigar, uh, I want a small mild cigar. You don't put them on the digger, but some guy that says I I want to, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, definitely it's there for them to see if they en- end up wanting. You know, to do it or something, but I don't think it's the right oh, thing for them. So, Dave, speaking of the digger, I do have nine one one dialed. 
So if in about an hour Good. you start having chest pains. All right. All right, and, and and this is a funny uh, funny approach to a cigar that uh, is is you know I, I said earlier that it's almost ideal to smoke the cigar. This is this is without even saying it. I think it just says it. Yeah. As you walk by it, that you know. Idea. It, well, it's intriguing, right? Yeah. I mean, people look at the size and they see the name Digger and they wonder what the heck it is. Uh, Digger is actually a customer of a great shop in Virginia, in Fredericksburg of Old Town Tobacconist. His name's Digger. Yeah. And he is exactly who you think Digger is. He works on a river. He uh, has dead deer heads in his bed of his truck. And he's a great guy. Yeah. He has a story for everything. I think he's about 104. And he really is a cool guy. Just a consumer. He's just a consumer. And this is not the first time Lafleur Dominicana has done this. Uh, no, we've named cigars after a few people. El Jocko El uh, is named after a good friend of uh, Lafleur Dominicana. And, uh, I mean, Lido telling that story is a riot. It involves a donkey and a guy in a sombrero, and uh, that's how Jocko really came about. But the Digger, uh, Digger smokes 700 Maduros, and Lido was down there probably about four years ago. They may or may not have been sharing a, uh, a cocktail um, that I think Digger mixed with his own dirty finger from the river. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I got this guy. Now I got him completely. That, that's Digger. <laughs> yeah, okay. And... Uh, he asked Lido if he could make the 700 two inches longer. And Lido laughed and said, you know, we'll think about it. And the following week, Lido wrote him a nice letter and sent him a bundle of diggers. It was probably uh, 10, 10 to 15, you know, just a bundle. He still has a few of those original diggers no today. Kidding. And uh, the letter's framed up on the wall down there. And, and nice. they're great guys. It's a great shop. Um, I love hanging out down there. And what made um, Lido say, you know what, this thing could really be something? I wish I could answer that. Because this is a risky move. Uh, yeah, it was a risky move. I mean, a, a lot of people are going to look at the cigar and think it's a gimmick. Yeah. You know, and, and there are cigars out there that fall into what we'll call a gimmick cigar. Yeah. Uh, and when you look at an eight and a half inch by 60 cigar, you do think it's a comical thing. Yeah. Uh, it does look like one of those plastic cigars you buy at the carnival. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, it's, but it's well made, real. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, top of the line cigar. I sent these to a customer of ours in, in uh, Nebraska, Nickelby's in Nebraska. Uh, great shop. I sent him the diggers. I told him about it. He said, yes, send me two boxes. And he called me the following day and said, Andrew, this cigar is legit. You know, it's not a gimmick cigar. It's full-bodied. It's got flavor. It's got the body. It's all the way through. It's it, got the head rush going on, Mr. Jonathan, already. That's yeah. right. I'm feeling it. No, it, it's a great cigar, and it's really taken off for us. It's doing very well. We're about 50 minutes into the digger. It doesn't seem to have gone down far enough as far as I'm concerned. It's, i got a long way to go. The one that I smoked took me about three hours, and I still had a little left. Uh, one of my sales reps did a... Uh, digger contest, see who can finish it first. Oh, wow. He did this at uh, here again at Old Town in Fredericksburg. Yeah. The home of the digger. Okay. They had T-shirts made and everything. Nice. Lido went there, and we kind of did the launch of the digger there. Uh, they did an event probably about two weeks ago to see who could smoke the digger the fastest. And a, uh, You're going to sign a release for that, I'm sure. I got to hope. <laughs> but a guy did smoke it, I'm told, in 51 minutes. Oh, my God, under an hour. I under cannot hour. imagine that. So we're coming close. to. Yeah. We're at 51 minutes now. Imagine yeah. being done with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not even a third of the way through, really. Yeah, and I don't know what happened after it. Because I'm woozy. <laughs> you know, we were talking before you came on. It's okay. It kind of mellowed out a little bit. Well, some time has gone on since since uh, uh, the first break, and I'm, I'm really starting to feel yeah. it now. No, it's got body. You know, it's it, it, it's, a, it's a nice what I'll call it. a big boy cigar. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, they've come out with over the years um, truly different cigars. There's a lot of copycats going on in the industry. It seems like somebody comes out with something that ends up working. The next thing you know, three or four companies who are big, big on the copying thing immediately copy it off and stuff. But you don't see the word Lajero used anymore. I know uh, Lido put it out first, and then everybody jumped on Lajero. Everything was Lajero, Lajero. Right, right. And I find out later on that he has trademarked. I don't know name. if he's trademarked it. Uh, I don't know that. I, I, I think he may have tried, but I don't know if he actually could do that. Okay, well, you don't see it out there anymore. But, you know, the cigar business is a respect thing, right? So if somebody comes out and makes a cigar and uh, puts Lajero on it and makes a box like ours, you know, Lido will make a phone call and just say, you know, ask him nicely. And, and But people usually don't do that. It's, it's more of a respect. Well, that's thing, good because you, you're hearing lots of lawsuits and things are going on. And it, it's a shame because I love this industry and I love the camaraderie, not just with um, the c- consumers, but we're friends with all our retailers that, that surround us. We meet and fight legislation, our true enemies. Mm-hmm. We're not enemies with each other. We don't need oh, to be. And that works out good, and I see that a lot with the manufacturers. You'll see at certain events and stuff, we have a big event each year and bring all the manufacturers in, and they have drinks with each oh, other. Absolutely. So that's the beautiful part about it. When you hear the, the ugliness of it, that's when it, it, yeah. it turns me off so much. She's one of, instead of getting the lawyers involved and the money that's going to be spent, sit down, have a cigar with the guy, talk to him, and say, hey, you know, this is what you did and all the stuff, and when you clean it up and oh, straighten it out, and yeah, people know what they did and why absolutely. they did it and stuff. It's just a shame to see it. Um, and I'm wondering if, if just having that conversation is enough of a shock in and of itself. So many people nowadays with Twitter and with MySpace and Facebook and texting, they've lost that person-to-person communication, and so it's almost like you're not a real person anymore, and you may pull a dirty move like throwing... Uh, a cigar box out there that looks like someone else's or putting a name on that's similar and then someone makes a phone call and it's like oh all right that has a lot of weight to it it's not a message on facebook it's not an email it's a person to person thing and i think that that's where that respect may play in yeah i would, think, I would agree with that you know uh i don't even want to bring it up i mean there's just there's just so much ugliness that's going on 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 that end of it and uh you know i've been to a battle of trademark before and i i understand how trademarks work and it's not regular law like like we understand it, but it's confusing the public. Mm-hmm. So if you put a cigar out that kind of resembles the other cigar in color and look and shape, and you, you, what you're trying to do is somebody says they'll come in the store and say, yeah, I want to get that big, thick, engaged, uh, big, thick cigar, uh, uh, eight and a half by 60, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, that must be it. You've confused the guy. Right. He really means this, right. but all of a sudden it'll be that. And and uh, I don't know if there's time for it to happen already at the trade show this year because this is a relatively new cigar. But I can just imagine with the success of this, we're going to see copycats of this come, come about. The one copycat thing that I haven't seen is the chisel. Explain to me the chisel. we got about two minutes, so okay. uh, make that explanation quick. All right. The chisel uh, was created. Lita was chewing on a torpedo. And it flattened out. He was out in the fields. He came in and he said, roll me the cigar. Uh, they said, it can't be done. He said, I'm the boss. Roll it. He loves that. He yeah. loves it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it took about a year. And uh, he came out with the chisel. It's been in our top you know, three sellers since we've come out with it. Very, very interesting cigar. If we had time, I'd want to go through that. I think we smoked that in the show before. Um, some people cut a bullet cut 
on, yeah, the, on mean, the chisel and you know, there's a, you can bullet top the cut you can uh, pinch it you can slice it you can v cut it i've seen people do mm-hmm. i always tell people to buy six of them cut them each way sure. and then i think that's going to be my new sales pitch like i like it <laughs> put a six pack together on those bad boys <laughs> right. and that's cut them right. each way but I, I have tried it myself and each one is very very different when, when you smoke it a different way so and uh i've yet to see somebody try to duplicate that yet i hope they don't because that's his yeah i mean there are, there are people out there that have tried it but people don't know who the chisel is good good maybe one question for you this comes off our chat box from cigar jock he wants to know if the uh, trend now for large sticks is putting a strain on the farms well, uh, you're a little late on that one, Chuck, because oh. I got that right Oh, you did? Okay. Game. That okay. was the first question with Mr. John, but go ahead. Say it anyway. I think it does in terms of some of the wrappers, like Connecticut Broadleaf and things like that. Yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of tobacco in here. Yeah. Right. Value-wise, it's an unbelievable value. You, you yeah. look, you're looking at about a dollar more than, than the, the Toro in this. Yeah, I think people look at the digger. You know, it, it's an eight-and-a-half-inch cigar. I think people are looking at it in terms of value. You know, it, it's you know, $11, $12, something like that, and it's a great value for that. And then on top of that, I think people are looking at it as a competition. We're all men. We beat our chest. We see this big cigar. People know how strong it is. It's the biggest Richard contest, we call it. Yeah. Mine's bigger than yours. I'm uh, going to bump out. I apologize. This may not have a long enough thing, but it's special for Andrew that I picked the song. All right. uh, This is Andrew Brennan from La Flor Dominicana. And we'll be back in just a couple minutes, folks. Uh, and I uh, will tell you what's going on in the cigar world. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks Thank for you. joining us. Thank you, Dan. Come on by and see Andrew. He's here till 6 o'clock at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs. Looking to grow your business or increase sales? Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang-for-your-buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang-for-your-buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. 
Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. Boston Sports Station. Your year, baby. Your year. 1510 The Zone. No doubt about that, baby. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. And we are back here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You want to come see the show? Take Route 93, take exit 1 at the end of the exit, take a right. We're about one mile down on the right-hand side. Two guys smoke shop having a La Flor Dominicana day. And Andrew Brennan's here. John's here from La Flor Dominicana. And uh, there's a, an event going on where you get uh, great deals. And uh, you get to try this um, digger. La Flor Dominicana, double the hero digger. Eight and a half inch by 60 ring gauge. How you feeling? There's some trash talk going on the uh, <laughs> the chat box about you specifically, Dave. Uh, I've They've changed noticed color. that you have not stood up. Once, not, I can't. And <laughs> that uh, someone is saying they're, they're betting uh, five bucks that you tried to uh, trick everyone on the chat box and switch over to uh, um, La Mesca Cubana. Uh, and then 
smoke that the rest of the show. That was it. Would be a good idea. It's not quite as thick, but it's this dark. I could get away with switching the bands, but we're on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to yeah. get through it. Let me tell you this: Dave would not let me switch around when we did the M80. I will yeah. not let him switch now. He is all in because he made me be all in. Oh my gosh! So Grandpa's here. Grampy's here. Mr. Jonathan's grandfather's here, smoking a cigar. He is. Yeah. How old? He's uh, 92. 92. About nice. to turn 93 this summer. Nice. My God. Smoking a cigar, walking around, enjoying life. The root to longevity, he's saying, is smile and make other people smile. And that's Be literally, happy. that is literally, that's what he does every, every day. day. Every that's day. a good thing. That's a good thing to live by. And and make keep yourself happy. He doesn't remember much, but he remembers to do that. Well, it's very important. He looks freaking great. Man. Uh, he does. Yeah, his, <laughs> his doctor says that his lungs are uh, that of a uh, 21 year old who's never smoked, and he's been smoking cigars since he was 10. 1926. Since 1926. Wow, that was a good year. 26. Huh? Yeah. Holy God. So uh, hey, he's here to tell you, uh, cigars are good. They're good for you and. Uh, Relaxes you, keeps you happy, and uh, don't believe uh, all that crap you hear. It has nothing to do with cigarettes. It's not the same animal, folks. It's not the same. Now, this particular cigar, I can't imagine smoking this since 1926. This will do you in. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it 26 more minutes, but uh, I'm going to try. The uh, question on the chat box was whether or not uh, Eric Hansen, we remember, gave my grandfather a box of second-growth cigars because yep. of his... His age and his dedication to watching the show, and uh, he's smoked every single one. They're all gone. They're all gone. Well, you never know. What I did was I did not tell him how much they were worth. Yeah. I just said, here's a box of cigars, and he handed a couple out, and he smoked a couple, and I went around when I saw him handing them out and got them back yeah. and explained to the people that this is a $32 cigar. Yeah. You may not have it. They're all for him. Right. And I put them back in. I gave him another cigar that looked similar. Good. And, uh, so he did actually smoke every one himself. Holy God. And, and, oh, yeah, he, he's, a, he's a giving guy. He's trying to make people happy. Look, I'm, to, I'm talking to young girls over there. <laughs> he, he's a greeter. He greets he people. They're laughing. He's talking to people. Nice. Yeah, he likes everybody. That's, where's he from, Florida? He lives in Florida. He's originally from up here. He grew up in Haverhill, Mass. Worked at a uh, tire shop most of his life. Wouldn't you say, like, 75, looking at him? Yeah. Like 75. Looks like a 75. He looks exactly the same age as when I can remember going to his house as a kid. He doesn't look any hasn't, different. Hasn't changed. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, Chuck, how you doing with this cigar? Are you smoking or you put it down? No, no. I'm, I'm telling you guys, I, I like the cigar. It's not... I was expecting M8, M80 caliber strength, and uh, it, it's strong. I mean, it's definitely on the heavy side, but... but for me, I'm enjoying this. I really, truly am. This is something it's I got a nice again. flavor. Yeah. It's balanced. Well, you guys are being nice. I'm going to tell you the real truth is the strong. This is a strong cigar, and I'm having a tough time. Uh, I actually think I'm feeling better now that I smoked it. It could be that Chuck is here and he actually is doing what he's supposed to do, and that <laughs> that could have been my stress. But <laughs> this is the sugar pack. I'm going to put it right here beside you when, you, right. when you get woozy. I'm good for we now. Got one. We got all got one. our little sugar pack. We'll see how long we can go without uh, doing that. But I'm feeling woozy. There's no doubt about it. I feel it in my stomach. I'm a little dizzy. It appears that Ustream has switched over to a commercial every 15 minutes uh, like live streaming did. Uh, and I'm sorry about that, guys. There's nothing I could do. That's what came through down the line on my laptop because I had the actual uh, Cigar Authority broadcast going. Uh, I had us turned down, but the commercials override that protocol. 
So I'm on just the chat box now. There's always something going wrong here well, on the Cigar Authority. You, you'd say it's going wrong, but it's live radio. We're doing a remote. We actually, in talking with producers over the week about last week's show, uh, the amazing thing is that we have as little go wrong as it goes wrong because we do a remote every week. They have problems every single time, and every radio station has problems. We saw it with that yeah. FM station that was here. That's right. They were having problems, and that's why they run three remotes at, at once so they can switch off when one has a problem. We go sometimes a couple of weeks without having any problems. That's remarkable. You can send a man to the moon without a problem. You can't make this with nowadays with electronics and stuff you heard what Lito Goldman says you can't make this impossible you can't make that chisel size and he says do it there's no problem with it it got done <laughs> the answer is it can be done and it can be done flawlessly every time I I would disagree with you on that but oh how do you say that if, it, if it's running properly at this minute why couldn't it run properly for 120 minutes it can it just doesn't happen but it can be done that is what I'm thriving for. I'm going back to smoking. Let's thrive to make it flawless. Let's put the flawless one in the bank. And this is a, maybe we can sell some commercials if it if it if it ends up work coming out. Uh, let's perfect. not talk crazy. All right, let's not crazy talk. Crazy talk. Uh, we are going on the road. Speaking of doing a remote, we're going to go all the way to uh, the Rocky Mountains, to Colorado to the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. We did it last year. This year's Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival is August 28th. It's a six-hour event. It starts at 1 p.m. It's a Sunday. We're going to record on Saturday the show. We'll do that show. We'll record it, and we'll play it uh, the following week. It's a second annual. Last year's was great. I've been to a lot of cigar events. I'll tell you, this is one of the best ones I ever went to. Nobody went home. You're talking about six straight hours with bands playing and uh, great cigar companies, and uh, everybody set up. The weather was perfect. It was really, really nice. Uh, cigars, cigars, cigars. I mean, tons of them. Beer, wine, spirits. Uh, last year, they gave away a motorcycle. Who knows what's happening this year? I'll tell you one repeat is this year, the Cigar Authority is going to be there again. So Outstanding. It is August 28th. If you want to find information on that, it's rmcigarfest.com. That stands for Rocky Mountain Cigarfest.com. It's our mcigarfest.com you can get tickets there i'm telling you even if you live far away from it it's it's an unbelievable it's worth the trip good looking broads too yeah it was it was a, it was a great time are we allowed to call them broads nowadays sure. yeah that's okay we All say right. lots, lots of wrong things on this thing uh, uh mixed stories i'm hearing about the uh new york tax cap the last thing we heard is the new york tax cap did not happen new york legislators being distractive and spending too much time debating on other issues other than the cigar tax cap which they're, they're debating on of all things gay marriage that's gay what held it up for three days through who cares let them get married now let's talk about lowering taxes because that affects everybody you're talking about 6% of the country worrying about gay marriage. We don't care. Well, it happened anyway. Um, we have the bill. It's S-3410. It is on the floor in the New York Senate. They are ready to, to end the session, and it's going to be over. They're hanging on to this to the very last second. It is the last second. Something has to be done. These, these stores are dying. They put out a, a YouTube video that was uh, 10 minutes long. It was a little too long, a lot of repeats. I did go through and edit it. Down right. to about four minutes if you want to hear it. Play. Uh, it's very informative. All right, check this out. It's about three minutes long. Listen to this. You're going to hear the stories. Men and women of the Assembly and the Senate, these are the stories of the New York professional tobacconists. This is Ron Melende from New York. Listen to them. Learn from them. 
understand who they are and who they are not. These are institutions which in some cases have been around for over 100 years. They deserve to be protected, not destroyed. Let's get these professional tobacconists the tax relief that they so desperately need to stay in business. Please support A1093 and S3410. Let's do the right thing. Let's do the right thing now for these professional tobacconists so that they can thrive, stay in business, and once again become a partner with the government of New York. When I buy $10,000 worth of cigars, I write a check to New York State for $7,500. A year ago, when I bought that same $10,000 worth of cigars, I wrote a check to New York State for $4,600. It's a substantial amount of money. Um, It's almost doubling my cost. Uh, My customers, I mean, they'll come into me and buy one cigar, uh, and then they go online to uh, mail order companies, uh, most of which are shipping out of Pennsylvania, um, and they're buying it with no tax. I'm not making money. New York State's certainly not making any money on it. They're losing the money on the sales tax as well. Customers knew it right away. I mean, they're, they're reading the papers. They see it online. They see what's going on. Uh, and they come to me. You know, what's it going to do to cigars? Well, it's going to raise the prices. Uh, you know, you can only take so much from these people before they, you know, the loyalty's not going to be there. I mean, I've got a loyal following. Um, you know, some of them have gone, you know, elsewhere. I don't see them much because they're ordering online. Uh, it's definitely taken a hit on, on the bottom line here. Well, I've kind of done the rough numbers between tobacco tax, property tax, you know, income tax, uh, sales tax that we collected. You take all the taxes that Edward Thomas Cigar uh, collected for New York State. Uh, it was probably on the order in that five years of about three quarters of a million dollars. Our inventory levels are much lower. So this is uh, what happened when we had to move all our stock down to Pennsylvania. Aspirations of opening a chain of cigar shops uh, in New York has diminished to zero. There have been other states that have been down, went down this road, uh, and they've, they've, they found that, that, that they needed to uh, enact some kind of a tax cap on cigars. And we appeal to the to the leaders of, of this state to do the same, because uh, there's no way that we can continue to conduct business the, the way this uh, this tax has, uh, has killed us. You know, you know, we'd like to do business in this state. We want to pay our taxes. Just let us have an equal and level playing field. I'm on the New York side, and 50 feet behind me is the Pennsylvania border, land of no cigar tax. That's right. On this side, a box of cigars is $250. 50 feet over there, $135. Tax revenue is flowing from here to over there. We need tax relief, and we need it now. 
That's it. Good job, Mr. Jonathan. That was Ron Melende. You heard at the beginning and the end of that. He uh, is the uh, guy that runs Della Concha in New York City in New York, uh, and he is the president of the New York Tobacconist Association. He urges you, and I urge you all, to give a call to the uh, Senate Majority Leader, Dean Skelos. I'm going to give you his phone number. Give a call to it right now. Call. You'll get an answer machine. Or you'll get somebody to answer on the other side. Tell them that you're uh, opposed uh, to that ridiculous tax, and they have to do something about it, and they have to do something about it. Monday morning, first thing, the phone number is 518-455-3171. I'm going to say that number again. Please call and help these poor folks in New York. Their phone number again for the Senate Majority Leader, Dean Skelos. Skyloss Skylos is 518-455-3171. 518-455-3171. I have an email address, S-K-E-L-O-S at nysenate.gov. S-K-E-L-O-S at nysenate.gov. Send an email, pick up the phone, take one minute for these folks. One minute is going to maybe save a lot of families. A lot of families. It's not like New York is going to... They, they cannot make more money by taxing harder on the cigars if they're looking to make money. Because the people... It's not like, okay, there's a tax of 75%. I'm going to stop smoking cigars. I'm not going to stop. You, you have out, to go to the mail order. Buy it online. If they stop... Uh, um, shipping into New York or anything crazy like that, then it's going to be a gray market issue. It's never going to stop. This is a global business. Uh, all you're doing is putting families out of business. Uh, I know somebody that lost two stores. More's going on. The Look what more happened with Prohibition. <clears throat> more people drank during the time of Prohibition because it was a thing you couldn't have. It was a thing you couldn't well, get. Th and there were more alcohol problems then than when before then when, when drinking was allowed. It's a shame, and something's got to be done about it. And uh, as I say, they're at the tail end. Uh, the session uh, is going to end. If it, if it hasn't already, it's, it's going to shut off early next week. So uh, please make that phone call for them. Uh, I'm a meal order company myself. I am going to profit from it. We're going to sell more cigars to the state of New, New York. We, we have been already. Um, they're going to buy from some mail order company. Uh, I don't want the business. I want it to stay to the, the brick-and-mortar stores that are there. Uh, please help them. It's a shame. Uh, that's not how I want to build my business, by somebody else's misfortune. And uh, it's, just, it's just so unfair. It would and be one thing if the, the tobacco shops, which on the video it's funny that they're selling, for, they're selling brands. You can see in the back of the video there are brands from the exact mail order company that they're talking about making the money from Pennsylvania. They're actually selling them in the store. So if they, if they want to run their business lousy like that and they fail, they kind of deserve it. But if you tie, I, know, I noticed that, too. If you, you know? tie both of their hands behind their back by taxing, and that's the way that the company goes out of business, nobody wants that. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. It's, it's, it's a damn shame. And, uh, you know, you worry about if this ends up happening, another state follows after that. It, it's just going to be a disaster. Things are, t are tough enough. You, you, you know, your state, uh, you don't expect to be the biggest enemy to, to put businesses out. There's, there's people on uh, uh, unemployment has never been so bad. It's getting worse, uh, and it's the government making it worse. Imagine them making it worse. They're supposed to make it better. 
You know, they're supposed to help the small businessmen. That's what built the, the country. I don't want to turn this into a whole political show, but this is uh, dire need of this to happen right away. So, folks, please make the phone call. Say the phone number once again. Yeah, actually, Chuck t- d- did us a solid. He put it right on the chat box. Beautiful. If, uh, those that are on the chat box, they yep. can see it right there. Those that are listening on the radio. Even if you're in Rhode Island or in your Massachusetts, you listen to the show, New Hampshire, wherever you listen to the show, it doesn't affect you. Oh, yeah, it does. It does affect you because it's coming here next. Remember that, folks, that you, you think something's not going to, uh, it's only affecting the people in New York. It's going to come here next. That's why I'm so strong, because the next thing you know, New Hampshire's going to do it to us or something. So don't let it happen. Uh, the phone number again is 518-455-3171. Uh, the bill is S3410. Put an end to it and uh, save these people. That's all. Thank you. Please, please do it. Okay, back to the cigar. Holy God. I'm about halfway through myself. You just crossed over the third mark. Oh, I can't do, I can't do much more. Mmm. Mmm. I do have to say, for, this, I'm going to say this. This will be the last time I smoke the cigar. <laughs> I, will never, I will never smoke the cigar again. It's not because again. it's a bad cigar. It's just a little too powerful for us. I would like to see them come out with a milder version of this. I would smoke that all the time. I'll smoke this again. Really? Absolutely. Really? I am absolutely. shocked that you missed the yep. Chuck, huh? I swear wow. to God, life. absolutely. I'll tell you what, I said on the chat box, this would have been the cigar to go to after Game 7 when the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. Yes, yes, which, uh, gee, we haven't seen you since that. Oh, man. That was <laughs> something, Still flying huh? high, bro. That was something. Uh, it's a good time to be a sports fan in Boston, I'll tell you. The Red Sox, the Bruins, the Celtics, and the Patriots, yeah. it's great. How's the Patriots looking? Uh, well, I, last I heard, and you know, there's all this legal jargon going back and forth. But last I heard is that the uh, the owners and the players are close. They're okay. very close. Chuck works uh, for the the Patriots. He does the sound for the radio broadcast of the Patriots, which is directly affecting you if it doesn't happen, right? Big time. It's not like you're going to get paid anyway, that's right? That's right. That's right. So renegotiate uh, that contract. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, I think that's what hurt hockey way back yeah. when, when they went. Uh, no question, Dave. And yeah. baseball. Right. Baseball in the 90s. Yeah. It so. was the uh, the great American sport, and then it went to football. Right. And here's the thing, that, you know, that, that really I hope the, the NFL owners and the players have the, uh, the, the, the knowledge of is that, you know, right now football is at its highest state. I mean, it is riding high, bringing in billions of dollars. The fan loyalty is at its highest ever in its existence. Right. And to go away now, to strike now, with, especially with the success of the NHL, like the NHL is climbing by leaps and bounds. The NHL playoffs, uh, the final game, Game 7, yeah. was the highest ratings I think since 1975. All through the country? Throughout the whole country. No kidding. Yeah. So, you know, that's competition right there for the NH- for the NFL. Right. Because hockey starts October 8th, directly in alignment with the uh, NFL season. So if they're smart, they get the season going underway. They don't lose their fans because they will lose fans if there's no season. And they're going to, you know, they, they don't look at it because they're billionaires and millionaires. But the regular guy work and the regular mom and pop guy like yourself that work, and all of a sudden he doesn't have a job because they're striking, and you're affecting the little guy once again. Jeez, leave them alone. God, fighting over uh, money when you guys are making billions of dollars. You greedy, greedy bleep. And the argument is it's millionaires versus billionaires, you know? Yeah. And like you say, now it's it's affecting everyone. And think about the TV contracts. Think about local business, Dave. I mean, for the stadiums out there that have the restaurants – you know, cigar stores, they, they yep. start business here, gas stations. How much money are they going to be losing now? When the Pats are in the playoffs, 
We sell a lot of cigars. I believe it. We sell a lot of cigars. And, and you're talking about a bad time of the year. You know, January, the playoffs are going on and stuff, which typically in New England, it's a bad time for uh, the place that ghost town. Yeah, except for the Pats are in it. All of a sudden, geez, on Saturdays and Sundays, we're booming because they're getting a few cigars for the game yeah. or whatever, and, and it makes a difference. You know, and you got to imagine every, every, that's happening all across the country when uh, a team's in the playoffs. Uh, we did fantastic with the uh, with the Bruins. I oh, mean, yeah. there, was, there was a big boom. Uh, we're having the, the best month ever. Awesome. This is the best month we've ever, ever had. And you, th- you see a correlation there with the playoffs. Yeah, yeah you, the guys that would come in and they, they come right, right out and say it. Uh, yeah, give me my cigars that I normally get. You know, I need a handful of cigars for the game for yeah. guys that don't really smoke cigars all that often. So give me some mild ones for, for the game. And My is, consumption definitely increased. I mean, I was having a cigar after every single game, win or lose, throughout the entire playoffs. 30 games or whatever it was. Yeah. Plus, he didn't change his underwear that whole time either. <laughs> Are you like that, you superstitious guy? I have. I wear a Bruins jersey that I knit. <laughs> All right. That's our boy Paul. There we go. <laughs> a little loud, Paul, but thank you. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. And once again, a great time to be a sports fan here in New England. Uh, it was great. Um, what do we got coming up? Um as I say, a few weeks away from um, the big show, the IPCPR, which is the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailer Show. This is when all the new stuff comes out. Is that in Vegas? It's in Vegas this year, yep. And uh, Vegas is in Nevada, which Nevada, as I told you earlier, we can smoke cigars in restaurants. That'll be nice. Uh, so awesome. it'll be fantastic timing. Couldn't be better. Uh, we had trade shows in the past in, in Las Vegas. And Las Vegas decided years ago, uh, when when they were booming before 2007, that uh, they didn't want us to smoke cigars. Their their choice, which is okay, so we moved the trade show elsewhere, and then the economy slowed down, and they begged us back. Please come back. Things are bad, so things tend to you know they work themselves out if you give the right to uh, the people themselves. If they don't want us to be there, we don't want smoking, I understand. But for the government to say to them there's no smoking and them needing the money and needing us to go there, we spend $5, 6000000 million when we go down there. Um, you know, what? do you want us there or not? Absolutely, we want you there. And we were looking at uh, renting ballrooms and things like that to have uh, our dinners and stuff so we could have cigar smoking go on. Now, all of a sudden, in the, in the tail end here, we're allowed to smoke in the restaurants and stuff. So it's going to be fantastic. Believe me, they'll be happy people because cigar people are good people. They drink fine drinks, fine scotches, and fine cognacs. And They're certainly not afraid to, to put the money down. They're big tippers. You want us. That is not a sound effects. That's just the... Uh... That's correct. <laughs> I actually witnessed this last week, which, by the way, yeah. last week after the show wrapped up, we had the Nick Perdomo event. And so we were there, and uh, Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Chuck was supplying the music. That's what was my job, because I'm a DJ. I do that. And uh, Dave was very happy with the music mix, by the way. It was and good. It was good. It was a good time. I, I experienced, had a nice time with the family. Huh? I experienced firsthand mm-hmm. somebody asking me for a cutter. Now, this oh. person oh. this person goes up to Dave first. Now, I can't hear across the, the hall, so the guy goes up to Dave, and I see Dave shake his head, and he comes back, and he his head's down. He's like, oh, I, just, I forgot my cutter. Does anyone have a cutter? And every single person at the table said no. Now, I know some of did. these SOBs brought their cutters with them. These guys came packing, and so I'm like, well, yeah, I just bought my brand-new Zycar uh, scissor cutter here. 
So now the guy had an unlit cigar right in front of him. I assumed that that's the cigar he's going to cut. What I did not see was his left hand by his side with a gnawed-on, chewed-up, spit-laden end on his cigar. So he takes my cutter, and he cuts the end off of the cigar, and he says, my wife just didn't want to put it in her mouth. And I said, well, I never want to use that cutter again, please. You said it to him. Right to him. Good. It's a brand-new cutter. It's yours if you want it because now I'm going to have to disinfect it. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Everyone at the table is holding their hands over their mouth, trying not to laugh because they saw it coming, and they couldn't believe my reaction. But I was beside myself. Yeah, yeah. I had only used the cutter one other time. And I'm like, oh! And he hands me the cutter back, and I got it with two hands, and I took a napkin and wrapped it up and put it in my pocket. And when I went home, it went through the dishwasher a couple times. I hand-washed it. I scrubbed it. It was disgusting. We wash our cutters every day that we use for uh, for customers. We wash them. But let me tell you, in the tail end of a day, you don't want to use the house cutter. No. If, because I see people do it. They put the cigar in their mouth. They slop it all up. I don't know what, that, what why they do that. And then they use the cutter. And then the next guy, say he's got the dry cigar, and he cuts the cutter with that, and it's kissing the other guy, right? Yeah, really. It's disgusting. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a faux pas. Don't do it. Buy a cutter. You know, cigar stores have cutters for like two bucks. For God's sakes, if you're going to do that, get your own cutter anyway. Time for a break? uh, We can go to break, yeah. What? All right, that's actually perfect. Hang on one second, Grampy. I want to say bye to my grandfather here, so we'll bump out. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we got uh, new cigar companies that are going to show up, and I got some information on that. Birthdays, and uh, Mr. Jonathan's going to have a uh, trivia contest with one of our... uh, Oh, I already picked out who it is, too. You already got it, huh? I got it. All right, somebody on the the chat box. Oh, show. So uh, stick around, everybody. We're going to be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Fleur de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can 
guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness, that will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. It's uh, Johnny Cash number two right there. Oh, it's a Johnny Johnny. This Cash song reminds weekend. me of my grandfather. That's why. Ninety-two, looking really good, smoking cigars, cigars for uh, since nineteen twenty-six. Had yeah. one going. Had one going. Walk it in. I didn't notice he left with a bag though. <laughs> he did leave with a bag, or I didn't? He did not. Uh, well, the reason is when he was up, I came in and I bought enough cigars for him to last him a month easy. That was a good quick comeback. Good. No, I really did. Okay. Last week when I left, I picked up the cigars because I knew I was going to see him on Sunday. So. I, know he's, I noticed he was smoking the wrong things once in a while. Every once in a while he does smoke the wrong things, but I think I have him, uh, I think I'm, have him onto something good. Okay. Thanks to a good friend of mine. I'm having a hard time with this, this cigar. Every, every puff I take, every breath you take. You can do it, Dave. Oh, my God. 
They're oh. talking trash about yeah, you dude. on the thing. That they, Dave, you're getting killed on the They're saying box, bro. that uh, someone owes them five bucks because they lost the bet. You're barely smoking it. I can, I can barely smoke it, man. I'm getting really uh, nauseous. I can't believe that. It's not a nice thing guys. to say to the rep that's here <laughs> selling the cigar and stuff, but I'm, I'm being as honest as I can be. I mean, I'm having a hard time. I'm, uh, I'm looking at that sugar pack. I'm going to try to, what do we got, 25 more minutes. I'll tell you this. I'm gonna, I'll be honest with everybody in the, on the chat box. The show is over. The cigar's going in the ashtray. I am not smoking it for another hour after that. I did what I had to do. You're going to go all the way? I, I, I'll have to get in the car. There's no way. I don't want to smoke up. I'm DJing a very high-end wedding in Boston tonight. So, If you see me light every once in a while, it's not that it's out. I'm just touching it up to keep it sure. Keep it in, in perfect shape. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I see some people, if it ends up uh, running a little it bit. It bodes a little bit. Yeah, they, they just keep going and stuff. And I said, you know, you get your lighter. You touch it up. You just, you know. Perform a little maintenance. Yeah, that's all. Not that it's, it's burning bad or anything, but that's what I do. I keep it so it's going good. Um, as I said, uh, big trade shows coming up and lots of uh, new brands and companies emerging. Uh, press release has just come out. Bradington, Florida. Uh, the folks, uh, Joe Cusano, who used to be with Cusano Cigars. Cusano Cigars. Mike and Joe Cusano sold out um, maybe two and a half years ago to uh, the folks at Davidoff. And um, Joe apparently has no non-compete because uh, he's coming out with his own cigar company called C&C Cigars. C-A-N-D-C-Cigars.com. I wonder what the second C is. I have no idea. I, uh, it does not say what it stands for, but it's called C&C Cigars. And it's Joe Cusano. And um, his, um, with Cusano Cigars, their mantra uh, was basically uh, high-quality cigars at reasonable prices. That's how they made it. That was the deal with Cusano Cigars. Does Cusano have a brother? Yes, brother Mike Cusano. Oh, okay. Who does have a uh, non-compete. He does. And I believe it's uh, mid-February. Uh, his non-compete is still, so uh, he cannot be in the cigar business. He cannot be at all. Not at all, but his brother Joe. Let's say... Let's say my brother and I, uh, I had a non -compete. Let's not get anybody in any kind of, there's too many lawsuits going on, so let's say that. And All right. Let's, and let's leave it alone. We'll just leave it alone. Okay. Dave, All right. Yeah. I, I got to tell you guys something. <laughs> yeah. And this is like, you know, the belt, the belt analogy or the full moon analogy, kind of off subject. But I had to tell you guys this. I figured I'd tell you on air. Last week I was at the wedding. I decided to give out the uh, Rocky Patel's 1999 Vintage Connecticut. They loved it. Yeah, sure. Big hit. Big Good. hit. And, and, you know, I find everybody likes a free cigar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you ne there's never enough. Like, somebody comes in and, yeah, I'm going to a thing. I'm, you know, there's like 80 people or something. One box is enough. There's only, you know, what, maybe 20% of the people are going to smoke cigars. I said, they're all going to smoke cigars if yeah. they're free. I had the box, and I started with the father of the bride. So nice. I, I came up with the box open. None of them taking them out. Full box of 20. Yeah. And he was so appreciative. Like, oh, my God, Chuck, thank you so much. Are you sure? I said, absolutely. He was on. He was thrilled. I mean, like mm. you say. And I think presentation has a lot to do with it sure, as well. You know, sure. rather than just handing a cigar to do it out of the box. Right. I mean, people were just like, are you sure? You know, like, absolutely, please. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was really cool. Hey, it's, it's, that's what it's for. Uh, celebration, you know, uh, when somebody has a baby. Yeah. When somebody's getting married, uh, there's lots of people that only smoke during times like that. There's people that only smoke when they golf. There's only pe people that smoke uh, when they have time to really spend time with a cigar like today. You know, you need three hours to smoke this cigar. This would be good for the golf course. Right. 
So the CNC team uh, knows uh, you can't tell anyone uh, that your product is a great value. Value is determined by the customer when he gets more than he's paid for. That's uh, Jeff Aronson, who actually was with Cusano Cigars, and he jumped ship, and he's with CNC Cigars uh, right now. Um, I remember um, the uh, thing on Cusano is a brand you can trust. Uh, they have uh, changed it around a bit. It's a family they can trust. Um, is uh, what I see here in the press release. release. Um, and uh, their goal is to uh, meet and exceed consumers' expectations. Uh, that's Joe Cusano's words right for him. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, they have a cigar that they, they are going to release at the show in Natural and Maduro. Um, they're calling the Natural a, um, a uh, Natural Maduro, meaning it's not dyed in any way. There's no uh, anything added to it or anything to make it dark. So it's not going to be black, black. It's going to be uh, a darker cigar than a natural. It's going to be called Rollback. So uh, all, all that goes through my mind is like uh, Walmart rolling, yeah, back, rolling prices. back the prices. So I don't know anything. What's the price point going to be on that? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't say on here. The rumor, I thought, and this is just a rumor, uh, that they were going to be coming out with some cigars that are in the 2 to $2.50 range. Maybe not that particular one, but I, uh, isn't that the... Uh... This is the only one that, that, that I believe they're going to show at the show. They have another cigar coming out called LRMD. Uh, limited release Maduro, um, and they do not think that they will even have it uh, available to show um, at the show. Uh, they may. Everybody's running around trying to get the last-minute things going anyway. But this is what I got from the press release, and uh, everything else is a little tight-lipped over there, and uh, that's it. So uh, there will be no lawsuits. Joe's doing it, and that's that. Okay? All right. Speaking of lawsuits, lots of stuff going on. We talked last week about the, the Don Papine with uh, Fernandez thing. That continues. I have a feeling this is why we run out of time, because you don't stick to the script. Okay. You need to move to the next thing. Okay. Move I'm to- ready for once. That's what I'm really trying to tell you. All right. You ready? Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> we're doing? The next thing on the list would be birthdays. I thought we said we were going to save that for last, but go ahead. Oh, I thought, I'm sorry. Didn't All right, we, no, did, we can do the next thing. Didn't we say that right yeah, at the break? Why don't we save this for the last thing? You were thing? talking. So I you was... are not ready. I'm ready. Okay, you are ready. So the next thing we're doing is uh, Mr. Jonathan fights with his wife, right? That's right. Okay, what do we got? So I'm on the couch, and I'm watching golf, trying to get in a nap on a Sunday afternoon, and my wife comes up. Stands in front of the TV and says, I'm reading a new book about marriage. And the book says, if you can name your wife's favorite flower, then you really know her. Well, Mr. Jonathan, can you name my favorite flower? Of course I can. It's King Arthur all-purpose flower. Now, will you get the hell out of the way? And that, my friends is how the fight started this week. Look at you going into full production of it. The modulation on the on the wife. Was that the real wife speaking? Was that Mrs. Jonathan? No. No? She wouldn't do it. No? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like... First of all, she doesn't understand how the fight started on that one. And so she was like, this is stupid. I'm not doing it. Whatever. Okay, but, but she did chime in on something, right? <laughs> if you want me to go into another one, I certainly can. She chimed in on something, which I already heard. This I want to hear. This is really Mrs. Jonathan. This is Mrs. Jonathan. I have never met her. Dear diary, tonight I thought my husband was acting weird. We made plans to meet at a nice restaurant for dinner. 
I was shopping with my friends all day long, so I thought he was upset at the fact that I was a bit late, but he made no comment on it. The conversation wasn't flowing, so I suggested we go somewhere quiet so we could talk. He agreed, but didn't say much. I asked him, what's wrong? He said, nothing. I asked him if it was my fault he was upset. He said he wasn't upset, that it had nothing to do with me and not to worry about it. On the way home, I told him I loved him. He smiled slightly and kept driving. I can't explain his behavior. I don't know why he didn't say I love you too. When we got home, I felt as if I had lost him completely, as if he wanted nothing to do with me anymore. He just sat there quietly and watched TV. He continued to seem distant and absent. Finally, with silence all around us, I decided to go to bed. About 15 minutes later, he came to bed, but I still felt he was distracted and his thoughts were somewhere else. He fell asleep and I cried. I don't know what to do. I'm almost sure that his thoughts are with someone else. My life is a disaster. And that's what your wife had to say to, was, her, to her diary. To her diary. And you had to record it. I did. And what was the problem? There was no problem. I have, uh, I have what I put in my diary that week, though. Okay. Dear diary, the boat wouldn't start. And that was Can't the figure it out. And that was the problem. And that's it. That's the difference between men and women right there. There it is. She writes a novel over nothing. That's right. That's how it is. And that's Mr. Jonathan's fight with his wife. Is that what you were pointing at? Yes. That you wanted me to pause? Correct. Okay. I still had plenty of time. But thank you. Okay. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to put the lighter down. I had no idea what was going on. Okay. We, we have these pre-production meetings. Before, we're going to tell it all. We sure. Talk, we talk about what's going to happen on the show and, what, and how it's going to happen. Like, you're going to play this music, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. And then you just do it the way... I was. I, I still had time. I had time to light the cigar. I know when that segment spot ends. So I know when, that I, when, me, I, when I do this, I thought you wanted me to put the lighter down. You were pointing at the table. Okay, because killing I, me, I Dave. Yeah, go like that to him. You want oh, to, that's break. Yeah, you can just that to him. Okay. All right. We, we got to get it together here. It's a year. We, what do we got? We must have sixty weeks in here. We, we're supposed to be able to answer each other's um, thoughts. You know, finish the sentence. We should be able to. We should be able to. We've got to step it up, folks. We're going to step it up. Uh, there's competition out there. We've got we to gotta be better. We've got to be better. That, that, that's the game anyway. Speaking of the game, this is the transition. Nice job. I like it. Yeah? Nice job. All right. Speaking of the transition, we want to get, you know, we do these contests with you and Mr. Jonathan. You've shown that is you're smart. Really, it's really a contest. It's not even Here a contest. Here we go. And, uh, well, that one is rigged. So, <laughs> so what I'd like to do is have a contest with um, one of the guys that uh, – He's right. on our chat box. So this this morning, the way I picked the person I was going to battle See, was... I don't, I don't know if you should be the one to pick it, but okay, because you're going to try to pick somebody you can beat, but all right, go no, ahead. No, what I did was I just... It was luck of the draw. Whoever was the first person to chime in on the chat box, which was Vinny DeSalvo, we know as Rudy. Okay. He was the first person, so I let him know in advance this is what we're going to do. Rudy, the rules are you can't go searching things on Google because I can't search them on Google. And uh, the only thing that I'm not sure about is do you want me to say the answer out loud, which gives me the advantage, or do you want me to type it into the box and try to beat Rudy on the type? No, no. I'm going to ask you a question, then I'm going to ask him a question. I'm All right. I'm going to ask you a question. And I have 15 questions, so that's an odd number. And maybe we have to go to all 15, but if somebody's way ahead of you and they already have eight, All right. they win. Why don't we just say the first person of five? Why don't we just play, right. play it by ear? Why don't we just play it by ear? Mr. John. I'm by winning. Seriously. 
Mr. Jonathan's a genius. That guy's wicked smart. You don't stand a chance. This guy is the best. Nothing can stop him. You will lose. I must break you. What's that up there in the sky? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Mr. Jonathan winning. You are not smarter than Mr. Jonathan. We will see. We will see. We have uh, Rudy. And who is Rudy's name on there? Rudy is Vinny DeSalvo in the chat box. So please, no one else in the chat box, chime in. Give Rudy a chance when it's his turn to go. You can feel free to chime in when it's my turn and give me the answer. Well, yeah, no, you don't do that either. And you don't look at the, you don't look at the questions in advance. I'm not looking at anything. You I'm ready. There's no cheating going on. And, right. and after uh, Vinny DeSalvo writes his answer, then anybody in the chat box, because his first answer is going to be the answer. And if you want to have fun, you can put the right answer down right after uh, Rudy does the wrong answer. And because Rudy's the, the new guy, we're going to put Rudy uh, first. We're going to let right. him go first. You're up, Rudy. That's fair. Here right? we go. Okay, Rudy. Who was the only U.S. president never to be married? And we're going to give you, like, 20 seconds. Who is the only U.S. president never to be married? Hmm. Are we looking at that? I'm looking. Are you looking at the check? You're watching. I'm watching. Him. All right, he doesn't have to watch. Um, Rudy has 20 seconds. This would be, be good to have the little tick, 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 tick going on or something like that in the future. In the future. Okay. In the future, just... Uh, I'll produce the segment while I'm competing. That's no, good. Oh, but you don't have to look at what he's doing. It doesn't matter because it's, it's on him right now. So, Rudy, this is it. you got to put the, any answer down. He does not know his presidents, but he is thinking. See, he's from another country. This he is. is really unfair to him, but... He's, uh, he's guessing Roosevelt. Roosevelt would be wrong. The answer is John Buchanan, the only president not to be married. John Buchanan. So we have no score so far, and it's on Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan, you don't have to type it. All you got to do is give me the answer. What is the only U.S. state without a rectangular flag? The only state without a rectangular flag. I'm going to go with Georgia. Georgia would be wrong. We still have no score. The answer is Ohio. The only flag is it's a pennant, actually, in Ohio. I didn't know that before I wrote the question down. But, um, okay, Rudy, are you ready? Uh, what is the only letter in the alphabet that does not appear in any name of any state in the United States? What is the only letter in the alphabet that does not, that does not appear in the name of any state in the United States? We're giving you United States questions, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, he wants you to give me a Canadian question. Well, I, I, I didn't know you were picking Rudy. I didn't know that's the way it goes, that you get to pick your um, nemesis. But um, the only letter in the alphabet. He's going to say Q. Q is correct. Rudy gets the All first right. so one. You gave him a gimme. Nice job. I would have guessed Q myself. Okay, and you would have been right, but... Uh, that's not your question. Your question is, ready? I'm ready. What is the only bird with a penis? That would be the penguin. That is wrong. The penguin does not have a penis. So you got that wrong. The answer would be swans. All right. Swans have penises. <laughs> or a peni. Or, or a peni. Okay. Uh, back to Rudy. Rudy. What is the only part of the human body that cannot repair themselves? The only part of the human body that cannot repair themselves. It's a part of the human body. This is to Rudy. I think the plurality of that might be a clue. Hmm. He's thinking. Okay, we're going to give the winner... Uh, 
a, uh, a, a little gift pack of La Flor Dominicana cigars along with a Cigar Authority hat. That's what they'll get. All right. Uh, does not look like Rudy has an answer. Rudy, you have five seconds. Five seconds, just a part of the human body. You can say anything. And his teeth. answer is he teeth. says the teeth. Teeth is correct. Oh, I would have gone with kidneys. Okay. And I, I would have been wrong. And I would have went with the penis from, from the last uh, That's question, not. but the answer is teeth. <laughs> Cannot repair itself. I was going to say eyes. No, I've had uh, in injuries to my eyes before. Okay. Here we uh, go. Mr. Jonathan, what is the only king in a deck of cards without a mustache? I would say the king of hearts. The king of hearts is correct. Damn. Correct. Tied up with Rudy right Where's now. Where's my little bell? There all it right. is. I have this bell here all the time, and I got a sound effect right at my fingertips. Okay, so it's two to one. Rudy has the lead right now, and we're moving on to Rudy once again. Rudy, what is the only active diamond mine in the United States? The only active diamond mine in the United States. Where is it? Wow, I pick a Canuck, and I'm losing. And it's United States questions. United States questions, he has. <laughs> he says, oh, come on. <laughs> Just pick a state, the only active diamond mine in the United States. I think I know the answer. Where would it be? It's certainly not here in New Hampshire. The only active diamond mine in the United States. He says, States. California. California would be wrong. Is it Alaska? Is it New York? No, it's not New York. No, it's not Alaska. Starts with an A. Alabama. Wrong. Arizona. Wrong. It's Arkansas. Ar Arkansas. Very nice. Okay. All right, my turn. Time Just to tie it up. The only country in the world that has a Bill of Rights for cows. The only country. The only country in the world. India. Is correct. Bam. We have a tie game here. Mr. Jonathan has tied it up. Rudy. The only <laughs> crime defined in the U.S. Constitution. The only crime defined in the U.S. Constitution, Article 3, Section 3, if you were looking it up, but you don't have any time to look it up, the only crime defined in the U.S. Constitution. We'll give you five more seconds. The only crime defined in the U.S. Constitution. It'd be a little faster there, Rudy. Greed. He says greed. greed. That's the Bible. Greed is not a crime. That's one of the seven deadly sins. What do you got for an answer on that? I'm going to say treason. Treason would be right. Treason. But it's still tied two to two. This goes to Mr. Jonathan. Three minutes left. Appointed first postmaster general in the United States. Famous. Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin is correct. Mr. Jonathan is three to two. Come on, Rudy. Rudy, come on. We're rooting for you here. Uh, the first artist on the cover of Rolling Stone. <laughs> nope, we did that question before, and I know you listen all the time. We can't go to that. Um, we have uh, the first guest host on Saturday Night Live, which premiered October 11th, 1975. The first guest host on Saturday Night Live. Paul Simon. That is wrong. <laughs> Get nothing. It's George Collin. Mr. Jonathan, who's in the lead 3-2, to two, uh, played the first openly gay main character, Jody Dallas, on network's television show ABC Soap, which aired from 1977 to 1981. Who was that? Played the first openly gay main character, Jody Dallas, on network television's ABC Soap, which aired... Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett would be wrong. It is a man. 
Oh. It would be Billy Crystal. Damn it. <laughs> okay, for the tie. For the tie. Um, the first basketball player pitched on a box of Wheaties. The first basketball player pitched on a box of Wheaties cereal. First basketball player pitched in a box of Wheaties cereal. We need the name of a basketball player. That's to Rudy. He, he says, says Wilt. Uh, Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. That is wrong. That is wrong. Okay, uh, Mr. Jonathan, actually for the win, Mr. Jonathan, um, the first cloned animal, sheep. Sheep. I don't know if I can take that. It is, it is a lamb. That's a sheep. Is that a sheep? That's a sheep. Uh, Doesn't sound like lamb. No, we're going to go to Rudy. Rudy for the tie. For the tie. And if you tie, we're going to give a win. The first female artist introduced into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The first female artist inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for the tie. And I'll give you the win. This is the last one. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, you lose. Joni Mitchell. What, what's Rudy saying? Joni Mitchell? Joni Mitchell is wrong. That is wrong. Janis Joplin is wrong. Joni Mitchell is wrong. It's Aretha Franklin. That's what my guess would have been. No, it wasn't. Because you would have said it if that was your guess. So we're out of time. That's it? That's it. Okay. Hey, well, hey fun, fun show anyway. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Next week, 4th of July weekend, we will have E.P. Carrillo, Maduro we're going to smoke. And on the show is going to be Ernesto Carrillo Jr. Also, we have Andy Green from Ashton with their brand-new cigar that's going to just hit the market. We're going to try it for the first time. I don't even know what it's called. So we're going to catch that next week here in the Cigar Authority. It's 4th of July weekend. This is There it is. This is the music. Music I'm looking for. We're going to catch you next week. I am putting down the digger forever. This is it. I think it's a good cigar, but it's way too strong for me, but it's probably perfect for you. So buy the digger. Go look for that in your shelves at your favorite cigar store. We'll catch you next week on the Cigar Authority. Bye, everybody. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold 
including spores and pollen. I'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple I can fix your problem. The Oric Clean Home Center is located at 8 Spitbrook Road at the corner of the DW Highway in Nashua, New Hampshire, right across the street from Two Guys Smoke Show. Visit my friend John Sullivan in Nashua, New Hampshire. Or call us at 603-595-2122. That's 603-595-2122. Oric, simply amazing since 63. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. 